Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell and this is History and Comment for Tuesday, the second day of November. Since by law, federal elections are held on the first Tuesday following the first Monday of November, making the second the earliest day a presidential election can be held, continuing to as late as the 8th if the first is on a Tuesday. American frontiersman Daniel Boone is born in 1734 near Reading, Pennsylvania. He is closely associated with the history of the state of Kentucky. Besides being a good day to elect presidents, two presidents were born on this day. The 11th president, James K. Polk, in 1795, and 29th president, Warren G. Harding, 60 years later in 1865. Harding was elected on his 55th birthday. North and South Dakota are admitted to the Union as the 39th and 40th states in 1889. The area of the two states was the last remaining portion of the former Dakota Territory. When President Benjamin Harrison was about to sign the statehood papers, he shuffled them. It is not known which was signed first, but South Dakota gets the designation as number 40. The biggest question is, why was the territory made into two states? Both states are high on the list of least populated states. Actor Burt Lancaster is born in 1913. His last film was Field of Dreams in 1989. Politically, Lancaster was an outspoken leftist. Ray Walston appeared in a few films and television shows into the early 90s. Television viewers in the 60s will know him as Uncle Martin, opposite Bill Bixby on My Favorite Martian. Younger viewers may know him as Mr. Hand on The Fast Times at Ridgemont High. 1917, the British Parliament declared their support for establishing a Jewish state in Palestine. As a condition, the right of existing communities would be preserved. It will take nearly another 30 years and the Holocaust to make it a reality. 1920, the first commercial radio station in the United States goes on air, KDKA in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, broadcasting the presidential results of that day, which happened to be the election of Warren G. Harding. Amar Bose is born in 1929. With a Ph.D. in electrical engineering, he was disappointed in a pair of high-end speakers he had purchased. In typical engineer fashion, he set out to build a set more to his liking. The end result was Bose Corporation. He left the majority of the company to the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, his alma mater. The British Broadcasting Corporation institutes the first high-definition television signal in 1936. While poor by today's standards, it was great for the time. The signal was alternated between two different signal formats, and the resolution was either 240 or 405 lines. The 405-line Marconi EMI signal won out quickly for more reasons than just quality. In current terms, it would be 376i. Journalist, political commentator, and White House staffer to Nixon, Ford, and Reagan, Pat Buchanan is 83 today. Singer and mostly songwriter J.D. Souther is 76. Souther wrote or collaborated on several of the Eagles' biggest hits, including Heartache Tonight, New Kid in Town, and Best of My Love. Howard Hughes was a lot of things, 
besides just plain nuts in later years, and Innovative was one of them. One project was a huge cargo aircraft he called the H-4 Hercules. It had started as a project for the war effort to get troops and material to Europe faster and out of range of German U-boats, but the war ended before the design could be completed. Hughes wanted to see it through, mostly to prove detractors wrong and that he was not abusing government contracts. It was built of birch wood as aluminum was high in demand for other aircraft production. On this day in 1947, the craft was making taxi runs in the water off of Los Angeles. It was a flying boat design after all. On the third run, with Hughes at the controls, he lifted off, flying about a mile at an altitude of 70 feet. The aircraft would fly, but with no demand for a large, heavy-lift aircraft, government development was halted. Hughes insisted on calling it the Hercules, but his detractors named it the Spruce Goose. In terms of physical size, it is on par with the heavy freighters of today, but it was designed to only carry 150,000 pounds of cargo, a little less than half of what a current Boeing 747-8 carries, but its capacity was never tested. Former Wisconsin Governor Scott Walker is 54 today. And that's History and Comment for the second day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.